Hello. Oh, hi. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Uninformed, where four uninformed homies get together and just uninformed (laughs) throw up all over the internet for you guys. This is where we are not afraid to say anything, really, and there is absolutely nothing off limits when it comes to this show. So buckle in and get ready for the ride that's about to be a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, man. Roller coaster. How are you doing this? I'm good, Kari. How are you? Hi, hi, Uder. I'm just a little piece of heaven. Yeah, you know, baby. It's not Friday. It isn't Friday. It's it's not Friday. But I'm this out. is the closest we're gonna get to it. So that's all we got. That's what yeah, we're here so for. Wait, is it is it not Friday for Kari? I was like, it might be Friday for you now. It, no, it's still, it's still it's still Thursday. You got like an hour and a half, right? Thursday. That's cool. Thursday. Aw, I love you, husband. <laughs> um, I just want everyone to know that I'm drinking a Diet Coke and just learned today from Kari that it's, like, really bad for my brain. Very. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Because of the sweetener inside of it, it's also incredibly addictive. That's why people And the sweetener so funny. Okay, I'm not a soda person, and I've never had a Diet Coke. So for some reason the other day, I was like, I really want a Diet Coke. Mm. I've never had one, but I mm. want it. Mm. So I got one, and so I got like the little cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just feel it just felt so exciting. And then yeah, Kari mentioned that uh, what is it, as aspartame, whatever. Yeah, aspartame. A spot. And I was like, what? And then I looked, and I'm like, God damn, it's a third ingredient. You but wonder, listen. You wonder why I only Donald have a few. You wonder why Donald Trump shits himself all the time. It's his addiction to Diet Coke. Yeah. Bring no, for real. You. I'm being serious. Yeah. Our mission to red pill you is getting <clears throat> more and more successful as you are now drinking Donald Trump's favorite. Why so. is it that right when I try it for the first time? <laughs> I got the little ones. Next okay, breed's like going to have here. a Diet Coke button it's on just, her desk. For <laughs> someone who's so like, I have to have like... Like, you know, my hair products are vegan I needed and like no different. fragrance. And then you're well, just I like, I'm going to go straight to the brain eating Donald Trump juice. I didn't know that. <laughs> Is Tony and Bobby rubbing off on you? Are you turning into a Republican? No, I'm forever an anarchist. I'm not. Mm, but mm. I didn't. So maybe this is my own version of, of anarchy on myself. I think I might be a socialist. Mm. But I don't know what that means. You know what? Well, that's unpacked. I though. almost added you think, that. You think you might be a socialist? <laughs> I don't know what it means. I mean, that should be your let's tagline. unpack that. You you what do you socialist? think socialists is? Socialist no, I didn't pull that. I'm no, adding pull it. it. Yeah, no, we'll I'm... add it. Mm. We'll add it. Yeah. So comes up six shows from now, and I'm, you know, socialism <laughs> or communism? I don't know. Mm. What about democratic? Oh, maybe I'm a communist. I don't know. I would have gone for Bernie. I'll describe my I've, ideals to you, and then you can tell me what you think. Seven dollars. I wanted to vote for Andrew Yang. <laughs> Hello from Mexico. Listen, I, the greatest Yang video Yang. ever is of um, uh, Bernie Sanders when he's like running and he has all those papers and it like falls everywhere. I'm like, this is, is this not his life twenty four seven? I am once again energy. asking for your help. Hey, he's a good man. Okay, listen. Who's Look, uh, who's ready? Being a socialist pop uh, socialist politician is a great way to become a millionaire. 
being any kind of politician is a great way to become a millionaire. It is. Okay. I would okay. suck at politics. Me too. I'd be like, whatever you guys want, just do it. God. It's not that serious. I was like, you can't have anything. It's whatever it's I not say. not that serious. Well, we know Jamie will immediately become a dictator. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh-oh. We just added this one. Uh, I pulled meme culture. Ooh. Ah. Oh. Meme culture. Okay, so I think I guess she I does. Think, I think that meme culture draws a very interesting line between comedy and flat out abuse in some cases. <laughs> you know, like it can definitely go too far when it comes to things, but I also I personally am a meme fan. I will never not be a meme fan. I make memes all the time mostly of my fellow co-hosts and I put it in our little chat and they hate it, but it's what brings me joy to make memes of you. Like the whipped Brie one. Hilarious. I already have my next audio for Brie. Talking about knife and Brie. Aggressive. And yes, night gazer. It's considered a culture because it is, I mean, a new type of culture. You know, you got pop culture. Meme culture is definitely Mm -hmm. a thing. Um, Kari, would you agree that it most likely started at like, 4chan or like whatever the hell was before image 4chan, 3chan, definitely, definitely, uh, <laughs> accelerated the use of them, but Two like chan. things that are memetic have been around for like a long time. Yeah. So the way that, you know, like, uh, I guess like early alien abduction stories are kind of memetic, like the Betty mm. and Barney Hill one stuck around in, in the public consciousness, like meme comes from the word memetic, which is like, can can you squeeze some information down to like a simple hit of information that way it is, sticks with people and then you share it, and it like, self-propagates is that why i like memes so much because they're basically picture books of information <laughs> i think so i mean that's, I think... that's actually a good way to describe them but yeah probably yeah i believe that good a memes, meme bad memes don't do yeah. anything but can represent an overall vibe, an overall feeling. You know how sometimes you can say something in text, but it doesn't capture like your vibe. Like there are so many different ways to say something or how yeah. you mean it. And a meme, especially if it's like, I feel like a, a GIF counts as a meme, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they, it just ca- encapsulates everything that you're trying to say and all of like the nuances and the o- overall vibe to something. I think one of the favorite things that Jamie and I do occasionally is have like just a meme war. Like mm-hmm. we're just back and forth. Like we will just send meme, 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 meme. It's mm. so weird. And if you watch it, there's kind of a story to it. I swear to God, yeah. every time. Like there's like a, a thing going on. Like my meme is in response to her meme and so and then on and so forth. Back and forth and back and forth. It's like yeah. where, it's where, where are we going? Meme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think memes are a way of life. I think that this is just like us. I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but I think this is us reversing kind of technology and going back to those like Stone Age days where we just like had pictures of things, right? Like they just carved yeah. pictures. We're mm. going back instead of language. We're going right back to where we were, where it's like pictures of everything again. Well, it's like a combination of visual humor and information imparting. So. I know Tony likes to make memes. <clears throat> I do like to make memes. Memes right. are. See, this and is, I think this is what I'm memes. trying to say. Like Gaza said, what I was trying to say. 
Before yeah. the internet, a meme simply meant an idea that spreads to others organically. So like word of mouth, the internet mm -hmm. made it into a visual medium. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So there's actually a really good, I have a good book about meme culture. Well, kind of like memes. Here we go. Kill them always armies. telling the people who don't know how to read to read something. Can you at least yeah. recommend a picture book? I recommend We're trying to like, stay uninformed. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, sorry. <laughs> Why are you trying to ruin the show? Yeah, it's not the name <laughs> of the show. Yeah, Jesus. Read this book <clears throat> if you can. All right, any final thoughts on memes? Yeah, Tony didn't get to talk. Oh, Tony. Everyone is yeah, because Kari kept stepping on my dick. Um, so I think geez. a meme is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Memes are, I, I think it's really cool because it really, like we've all said, is the most basic form of communication. But it, memes have actually changed a lot in society. I don't know if people remember that the internet, through memes, basically bullied the special effects company and the producers and directors of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because he looked like a cracked out. Oh, that's thing. true. Yeah. And they it's, literally remastered they it. it into a new thing. Mm -hmm. They were bullied so much by the internet and by the memes of the horrible character. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I didn't know sure. that. Also, I you didn't, really didn't know, know that, that Whitley Strieber's <laughs> alien probe story was a meme either. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted someone to recreate that, though. What it looks problem. like, if anyone remembers what, yeah, because because uh, it because when he describes it, it's wild. Bree's talked about this on uh, when we back when we used to do just the audio only podcast, and she went into great detail describing it. <laughs> well, yeah, he goes into great detail in the book and mm -hmm. uh, vicious. That's all I gotta say. So vicious, and I'm like, why haven't hasn't someone recreated this? Like, oh, I bet you could do it, it like South Park style. I was about to say, wasn't that like the hilarious. first the first ever episode of South Park? Was yeah, was, it was Cartman thing. getting anal probed? Right. <laughs> Listen, I think that Diet Coke's giving me a headache, or it's placebo yep. effect because I just learned and I've only had a few sips. But aspartame gets in. you a headache. Yeah. Does it really? Yeah. yeah. Aspartame is not other Coke. But then you other never, Coke is good never, for a headache because it's peptid. Is that because it's called? peptin inside of it? No yeah, it's good for it's good for a headache. <laughs> yes, and they also one of the reasons they put peptin inside of Coke specifically is because there's actually so much sugar inside of Coke Why that it would make you nauseous if you drank it without the peptin inside of it. I just have to go back to my no soda lifestyle. I, you I, probably I, should. I like all and that was cool. soda. <clears throat> I like no. Sprite. I just it's to not give it a Sprite shot. anymore. It's called Starry. That's Sierra Mist. Crazy. Is that what it is? I thought it was Sprite. Yeah. No, it was, it's Sierra Mist is now called Starry. I just learned that S-O-D-A stands for System of a Down or something like that. Or, I don't know, some some band acronym. S-O-A-D. Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, you oh, okay. To, I'm just, uh, just going to gloss over that before I have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned that soda means for system of a down. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the A at the end of soda is in the wrong spot. Whatever, you know what I mean. I <laughs> really like this topic. It's data privacy. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay. man. Okay, I guess I'll let someone else go first. No, you know what? Like, why why don't we first. just start? How about we just do the, the corners? Jamie, 
uh, Tony, uh, me, then Kari. So go ahead, Jamie. I think that we should be able to decide as individuals whether or not we want our data harvested. I understand that it's become a huge company and people don't realize it, but most of the companies that are out there are like these companies that these games that you play on your phone, it's not the game that they're making money from. They're making money from selling your data. So I think that it's just important that we have laws within our governments that are very strict about what kind of information is being gathered and whether or not people have access to opt out of those things. But I also think at the end of the day, like me personally, <sighs> I kind of don't care because I don't do anything weird and I like I just don't give a shit. I just I just don't care. But if there was a way for me to make money off of my own data, I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. And you actually hit it on the head because what I was going to say shit. is I think that you should be able to if I mean cuz these companies make billions and billions of dollars selling your data. Facebook makes so much money selling your data. And we all know that TikTok is just spy software for the Chinese government. So if it was, so to say, like, yeah, you can have my data, but you have to pay me for it because it's my data, mm -hmm. not your data. Like that, I, if there was some type of exchange like that, I would be cool with it. Yeah. But as far as data privacy goes now, there's like none. You have none. How many people have a... Or how many, for instance, how many jokes are there about, uh, yeah, I was thinking about this and then it showed up on my Facebook feed and it mm -hmm. ad or, you know, because they did a study. I can't remember who it was, but Facebook, I think it's Facebook or Amazon knows you're pregnant before you do. Oh, for sure. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. People will get, start getting ads for like pregnancy tests or like things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, Listen, I, I think that me and Tony are on the same page as this one. What about you, Bray? I feel that it should not be a shock to anybody. I actually get annoyed when people are like, oh, my God, I was just talking about this and I just got an ad for this. I'm like, yeah, this is how it works. Uh, yeah. I also this is going to be a different opinion, I think, than a lot of people. But I feel like if you are privileged enough to use a device that someone else has created for you, you don't <laughs> – I don't want to say you don't have right to your data, but I don't – I feel like you're already using someone else's, like, created device, created software. I would assume it would just kind of come along with those things. You mean like they're, you're like whenever you get a new app, you have to sign like the user agreement. Like I terms have read this and I agree. Exactly. Terms of service. Like so at the end of the day, like you're the one who's signing up for that app. So everyone's like, oh, TikTok and China is mining your data and spying on us. It's like, yeah, but we also are signing up for it by downloading the app on our phone. We could right. literally undo it if you were that really concerned about it. And another thing like I, Jamie and I have talked about, and of course I agree, uh, like the TikTok thing always tends to bother me because people are like, but the Chinese are spying on you and they're going to know this and that. I'm sorry, but the government's been spying on you since day one. Yeah, they literally sure. gave you a barcode. And mm -hmm. if there's any government out here that I actually think is worth being afraid of, I think it's the U.S. government. I think they're more powerful and I'm actually here for them to touch and get to. And so I don't do anything weird and suspicious on TikTok where I give a shit if someone else is saying what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um because, again, 
we've been stalked our entire lives by the government. Like, every detail. So, I mean, come on. Like, I just kind of feel like people assume that they live these private lives and they can have all these things and just assume that, you know, that's still yours. But I just don't really agree. Well, they got it got a lot worse after 9-11. Oh, for sure. Everything got worse after 9-11. And everything like that. Like, the government can legally spy on you and make up fake ass reasons for why they're collecting well, I, th- I think that's a whole nother topic that we have to go down like the ramifications of 9-11 a lot of people assume it was for one particular reason but there's actually it was so much of a domino effect of different things that the government was able to accomplish under the facade of 9-11 mm-hmm. or like I'm sorry but if you have an Amazon Alexa and you're afraid of TikTok to me that's <clears throat> just backwards yeah for sure like you have a listening device on you all the time like i don't know that has been there's actually been somebody who's been um accused who was accused of murder and was prosecuted and it was all recorded on the alexa and they went back and pulled the data from the alexa Mm -hmm. and they heard the murder happening yep there and alexa has called the cops on people because amazon realized that there was some a crime going on or something and alexa used the internet to call the cops and tell yep. them where it was yeah that's kind of cool i mean is but it? that's what we but it's double-sided it's like it, it's like yes but then also if you were in the comfort in your home and you thought that you could get away with murder and then a fucking alexa rats you out like <laughs> like let's I mean, just say yeah. you you oh commit God, the get. perfect fucking murder and everything like no nothing and then it's alexa that rats you out like that's kind of fucking shitty yeah, yeah I, I feel like I've come a long way. I mean, if you guys only knew how long it took for me to, to sign up Face ID when I got, like, I've always had, like, you know, the latest iPhone. And that, that was, like, the big feature at the time. And it was the one thing I wasn't going to do. <laughs> then mm-hmm. I was like, this is so stupid. Like, to think that no one has my facial ID by now when there's cameras everywhere watching you cross the streets. Oh, it's just yeah. Like, All right, just give yeah. up. That's why they take a picture of you and scan it and like find you on all their cameras. That's why I'm they just do not the, dangerous uh, as a person, so I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's why they either. always do that throwback challenge every every year that shows up on Twitter and Facebook and everything. So like, oh, throwback, show us you ten years ago and show us you today. Like, here you go, FBI. Yeah. Here's my picture. That's what I look like yeah. exactly. Kari. I mean, you guys have basically said everything I would I would have said. Like no differences. I think you're a little bit more suspicious. I mean, than most, yeah. That's true. You have a Chinese I used phone. To be, I have a Chinese phone. I mean, I used to be like pretty hot on being secure with my data, and then for a long time I wasn't. But then in the past like eight months, I've started taking it way more seriously. As you can tell, I don't. I'm nowhere on the internet other than here. So. Yeah. YouTube, yeah. one of the biggest fucking platforms in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not giving it like personal information. Right? So. And like, I I think Nightgazer brings up a good point. It might, you know, a Chinese phone. I mean, all of our devices, like, we're worried about an app from China, but our phones were literally made in China. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to do something, you could have done it then. Not my phone. I don't know. I don't even know. Where also, my phone China's is. like. You know, like just like setting off balloons to spy on us and stuff. So, like, I think they have it covered. I think that if they were spying yeah. on us through our phones, okay. they wouldn't have to release balloons into the sky, guys. Yeah, because that's a really far look, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Again, there's really nothing important. 
So it's it's really difficult though because I do think that there's a line um, when you and when certain agreements you authorize the app to also have access to your contacts mm -hmm. and like I know GPS there's I think it was even like the Starbucks app a while ago. Uh, that it could also take data from people in your contacts. And that to me felt wrong because it's like, it's okay if I say, yeah, take my data. I don't you think can't... it's okay for me to speak for someone else or make that decision yeah. for someone Give else. Give somebody else's consent. Yeah, absolutely not. That's like the opposite of consent. Yeah. And then it's like, if you don't sign those agreements, yeah, I don't think you, you, you can have anything. You, you just don't have anything. It's like, what do you... Well, Russell brings up an interesting point because I actually have looked at my Google data before and like what they accumulate on me. And I will say I found a very weird, strange, creepy recording of my grandma talking that I can only assume that they got from my phone. And it was like no context, like my, me and my grandma in the car mm -hmm. or something. And it was just so fucking random. I highly recommend everyone go looking at your like your Google account. If you go into your settings weird. of like your Gmail or something and look up, it, you can look up your data, you can download it. I downloaded like 17,000 pages and most of it I really couldn't understand but like I said some of it like the recordings and stuff I was like how weird the weird. recording thing is weird to be honest I get really irritated when my account's on pause because I have multiple gmail accounts and I don't mix them and so I get so irritated having, having to constantly log in yeah. I'd rather just everything be connected I don't care just let me do my stuff <laughs> Imagine how right. confused Google is about our joint account for Tatiwaba. They're probably oh, I know, like, right? who the fuck are these people? Logging in in different countries. Different <laughs> I, I missed it. So, someone asked about 9-11. I believe it's in here. Just so it's in the yes, bowl, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's in the bowl. So maybe mm -hmm. you'll get lucky. And I'll get to go off on a run. So. I'm surprised that our 9-11 epi our episode is still up. Yeah, our 9-11 11 episodes. What is, is it? No, it is, yeah. What was the one that got taken down? Adrenochrome? Yeah. Be yeah. saying that, though. Oh, shit, I forgot. <clears throat> okay. Why is America culturally, culturally ignorant to mm. third world nations? Ooh. Oh, ah. that was one of mine. And that was. And you start. Yeah. No, I, I put it in there for Tony. Oh, I could start. Oh, yeah. I think because... it's, it's, it's incredibly easy because America <laughs> sees itself as number one, period, end of story. So it pushes its. That's, that's a deep it, cut to a conversation me and Tony had. It pushes. It pushes its own propaganda more than it does <clears throat> other people. Like that's it is what it is. Like have you ever noticed how whenever you, you see America like on. First? Yeah, it's America first. Like, whenever you see, like, um, on TV, like, uh, the sad children in other countries and they're raising money for them, you know, you don't see commercials like that about that happening in America, but it 100% fucking does. And in that sense, America doesn't give a shit about its country first, but it's, it's always trying to make itself look better than other countries. So I think that it is instilled upon the way that we're born to only think about our country and no other countries or to uh, to feel pity upon other countries because the way America makes America seem is like we're always here to like save the day for everyone like every time somebody gets in trouble or a war America's there to help back them up and get them out of it and like we we teach that to our children through our history and through you know just like our our quote unquote patriotism how it is it's america america's the greatest and the biggest and the best so which is sad because i think 
it's come to a point where like there was a point in time where absolutely I think that that was the case. I just don't think that's the case anymore. But I think that unfortunately it's starting to get a little bit North Korea-y up in here with the America, America, America shit. Personally, you mean like, that's what I think. You mean like yeah. nationalism? Yes. Specifically like Major Taylor, Taylorie Green, whatever the fuck her name is. Majorie. Marjorie. That one. There Marjorie. you go, Marjorie. And she was Why like, I think I think that Republicans oh. should move to red states and, and, and the Democrats should move to blue states and then we can just separate each other. And I'm like, oh well, my God. Well, she straight up said that she thinks that we should be a Christian nationalist country. She so flat saying, out Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Tony, what are your thoughts? Well... <clears throat> From the only real patriot here <laughs> who actually, you know. Yeah, but I'm also a paranoid psychopath. So there's but, a but, but patriotism. Are you are you are you that way because of you know you sold your body to the US government at a young age and they took advantage I, of you. I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. That's what I'm saying. And done a thing or two. But you know, it's and this actually a little bit of a backstory. This came because I I asked something about why England had to go colonize the world and some shit like that. And so they did. Kari went and threw that back in my face and I laughed. But, you know, I don't think America's. Okay. I do think America is ignorant to other cultures. And I think part of that is because, yes, we do hold America at a higher level than we hold any other country but i've also been to japan korea colombia cuba peru i've seen a lot of other countries in a lot of different areas of those countries so it's i think it's a general lack of education of what the rest of the world is like and Mm -hmm. a lot of people if they understood what other countries are like and what their cultures are like they would have a better understanding of america and western culture in general because western culture itself is just self-absorbed that's interesting what about you Bri? i you know i think that growing up i definitely fit into the conditioning of feeling like america is the best and that where like our lives are better and our freedoms are better but that's not to say that it isn't the case i mean i'm sure not for every country but am i glad that i can practice any religion or not practice religion here without dying absolutely and that to me is like a fundamental freedom and so we are lucky in that sense you know um i i don't really know what else to say i i think that also because of like the war and the situation and, and how our media is really good at portraying how awful everything is everywhere else. That for a big chunk of my life, I was afraid to travel to other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even still am, to be honest with you guys. It's Your grandma's like, afraid to go I, to Egypt. Like it's not safe. Well, my grandma's had really bad experiences in Egypt. And the last mm-hmm. time she was there, I mean, woke up to someone that broke into their hotel stealing her jewelry. And they, just everything there was she just Kim fucking crazy. And that wasn't the first time she's been to Egypt. She's been to Egypt a lot. Um, but 
yeah, I think I just got a little bit afraid of like what's gonna happen, and then are people gonna be like, America, stealer, <laughs> ask for ransom. I don't know. Um, but I do wish that we, you know, I think America as in land did have culture, but we tried to wipe most of them out. And that to me is the sad thing. All right. And what about the perspective of the person who doesn't live in the United States? I think that's a hard one. one. (laughs) Because Kari belongs here. Mm. Mm, Agreed. Kari, you said it so yourself like every day. Yeah. Literally. No uh, jokes. Uh, well, listen, when, when Tony buys those hundreds of land, we, we'll all move out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. America's existence is, is based on a self-determination, which is very inward-looking, and it was focused on building its own thing and being the greatest mm-hmm. light in the world. You know, Masonic forefathers or whatever, but like... Yeah. The reason I brought that question up is because it's a good counterpoint to the oh, England are colonizers, because it's like I don't have anything to do with that. So Duh. blaming me for it is just silly. So like I will ask the same thing of you. Why is America so culturally ignorant to the rest of the world? And I'm putting it all on you, Tony. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. it's fuck everybody else. Also because I think that America just likes to meme everything. We're the we're the biggest meme producers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, we see everything and we meme it. We're like, ah, England colonizers, let's make a America meme America likes to put a price tag on every living thing on this planet. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is even down to the point where our insurance companies, if you lose an arm, they have a specific calculated amount that they send yeah. to you for losing. The CIA have redacted. They just shut her down. They were like, do not go there. Do not go there. Do not go there. Every time she says something crazy, that's what happens. They're like, nope. You better literally. Can you imagine they're like, your your arm is only worth a hundred dollars? Sorry about it. Sorry about There was somebody who sued the the insurance company because like his dick got something happened to his dick. He didn't have his dick anymore. And they were only gonna give him like ten thousand dollars for it. And he was like, I think my dick is worth more than ten thousand fucking dollars, bro. Like I'm sorry, but like that was my dick. Oh, really? Because we have in your file here that it was. Yeah, they were literally Yeah, they were like literally, (laughs) well, like we're like, we'll measure him in girth-wise and weight wise. This is what it comes out to. We do it per pound. That's really crappy. Mm -hmm. Or like if you're you lose a left hand and you're right-handed, then you know mm-hmm. you don't get as much as your right hand would have. Non-dominant hand loss. That's fucking shitty. I need life well, insurance. Next topic. <laughs> Let's get it. Well, I got two. Hmm. I feel like oh, this is a heavy topic. <laughs> this is a heavier topic. Nope. Um, <laughs> we'll pick one and put it back. <laughs> um, Let the audience pick left or right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My right, my left. Okay. First one we see, we'll do it. Yep. Uranium. Yeah, uranium. Right or right. left hand? My right hand or my <laughs> left hand? Somebody. Anybody. My is on fire today. It also helps that right. there's like a layer. Right. Right. My right yeah. hand. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'm putting the other one back. Okay. This one is about video games. Hmm. Ooh. Video games being 
data harvested for human brain research. Oh, that's one of my if you saw... What was that show we all watched? Um, starts with a P. No. No, after that one. What's the other one we watched? Peripheral. Yes. Oh. Now that is like really like in your head. So, Kari, you go first. Uh, I've I've been thinking about. So I I used to, used to play a shitload of video games, right? And used to be able to like look at individual match data on the so like on the Battlefield website, the Halo website, whatever. And it got it gave me this realization that like we we're talking about data collection earlier, and this is the the part of data collection that I'm really kind of interested in is you can map a lot of stuff from the data that they're able to capture of your inputs in the game. Like your play style, what roles you're doing, what actions you're taking, whether you're the kind of person to save a teammate or not save a teammate. Like you can get a lot of psychological data from these things. Mm-hmm. And where does all that data go? And as these simulations get more and more immersive, you're able to map more and more decisions, like decision-making modes um, I think Westworld does a it takes that idea to a good kind of medium where all like its brain scans from the hat when they're in the park and that's how they're getting all the data or the decision making. But it's the same inputs. You're putting them in a manufactured situation and monitoring their decision making process. So like, well, I think that's, we should try that's to what I'm worried. It's uh, we'll turn no around. one played this game. <laughs> no we, one played the Wii. What the hell? Um, I think that we also. I think that we also have like. Um, there's like this theory out there that the government is kind of already doing that, and that's how they're getting to recruit people for military or special programs and stuff. Is that they're harvesting mm-hmm. this information, and they're collecting it, and they're finding these individuals who are perfect for whatever role it is that they're looking for. So I feel like that it's not confirmed that that's happening. That is definitely a theory that's out there. I think a theory that's incredibly probable. I mean, recruitment comes from many places, you know, like colleges. Could you imagine? Mm -hmm. Someone's like a really good Colleges, private, like uh, IT institutions, uh, ROTC, Mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. Like that's where a lot of recruitment comes from because it's that kind of high achiever stuff. And you mix that with... You know, like a lot of these drone pilots probably got recruited. I was just gonna through, say through these things, but they're also that all drone also pilots are the biggest thing because literally being a drone pilot is incredibly similar to playing a video game. And when yeah. you have people where that is their skill, they are they make some incredibly skilled drone operators. Yeah. Except it's the definitely drama of having well, to press well, the button. But it's also interesting because is in it is it Maybe I is it a drone pilot. is it was it an accident video games being the way that it is how it is now being used in military warfare is that an accident or do you think that it's possible that they they took this those skills of those video games things and they found a way to make it applicable or whatever that word is for this generation and that's why we have this huge thing of like drone operators now because we have these kids who have this very specific skill, so they they took advantage of well, it. It's because they're pushing these video. They, it's not just about the violent video games. It's the hand eye. You, you're creating a culture where this hand eye coordination is key. Mm-hmm. So you get these kids that are playing with with these joysticks or whatever from, from from like five six years old, and they get really really good at it. 
Mm-hmm. Like not just like oh I'm gonna play a game and uh, have some fun, like like dominate. I, yeah, they go in and they they like they're they're playing on they're playing five D chess kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. the kind of people that they want. And how yeah. better to create the next generation of military than to seed them with these kind of ideas? Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, uh, I agree, and I think it's a great way for them to kind of weave out who would be an asset. Um, you know, unless they show up and the person's like, it doesn't actually have legs already. Aren't there? <laughs> but again, yeah. if you're a drone operator, do you need legs? Drone operators, yes, but it like, depends on how they have it. Who's on the ground in combat? No. What do you um, think about the data collection? <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, you know, there's, there is, I was actually graduated from recruiting school for the United States Army. So they actually were starting up, oh, this would have been 2017. They were starting up a uh, e-sports thing. And what they would do is they would have a big like bus or trailer or whatever, and it would have a bunch of like Xboxes or computers or PlayStations and Wi-Fi, and they would do esports competitions at high schools to get the kids to come hang out with the army recruiters so that hmm. off of the basis of you're playing video games, but right. hey, 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 would you like a job? What are you doing when you get out of like, high school? Like, oh, hey, you're real good at that video game. You should, you'd be real good in the army. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've, they've never made a realistic military game, and I really wish they would, where like you I show up. <laughs> I mean, is the military it's just not... human trafficking? I always I thought Call of Duty it. must have been decent. <laughs> See, if you want to make like a really realistic military game, your character has to show up at 4.30 in the morning and then you stand <laughs> around for five hours not doing anything and then the entire plan changes and then you end up sweeping a parking lot or some shit because you're a brand new private and then somebody yells at you for a little bit. Yeah, you get braided for like, a little bit. Yeah, mop rain or something, you know, just do a bunch it's of like, dumb shit for no reason. Earn your place. Yeah, to and actually you have do to anything do, fun. Before you can do anything, you have to do your mandatory training. So you have to do like 25 hours of online classes before you can actually go out to the field <laughs> to do your job. That would be the most realistic military game. I agree, Simon. My, mine is just working the streets and going, hey, you want to hey. have some fun? <laughs> Oh my god, Kari, can you make GTA music for us for the next show that we do? Well, GTA, GTA though, music. has it's like real songs. It's like a radio. That no, it's like it's do, 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 do. It has like that one constant theme song that it has. Oh, you mean like the, uh, the menu music? Yeah. The loading screen music? Loop it and like slow it down for us. We'll play it in the background next time. Okay. Instead of the Wii music? Sure. Thank you. Does anyone have any other thoughts on a... No. It's kind of sad because I also don't want people to just think like, oh, war, it's just like a video game. I've done this. And then they show up and they're like... Oh, no. 
Come on, everybody. Get me out of here. I don't have unlimited lives. They can tell this, like, putting you in specific situations over and over and over again. At least it gives them, like, a baseline of how you might react. Although, like, I don't know how valuable that data is until you actually put... But as the simulations get more and more, like, realistic, the data gets better and better because the experiences are more and more real and the decision-making is more in line with what would happen. So, we will see when we get to, like, VR 55 or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Like, was it blank? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that was the, that was the void. That was the joke. Was the void. The void. That's the void. funny. Wait, was that on purpose? I think so. I think I. I, I think I would have written that. Okay. I do remember making a joke that it should be a blank one. Is this what I think it is? This is stupid. The Super Bowl. Oh. Oh. Uh, I think that halftime show sucks. Boom. Done. <laughs> yeah, I thought the halftime show was awful. I wanted ass shaking. I got vagina smelling. And that's all I have to say. It's I thought the final like play of the game, game was very smart. They Go Seahawks. They could have they gone for the touchdown, but then it would have given possession and they still had 90 seconds on the clock. So then they played out of place and then they had to put... It was like, that's clever and that's how they won the game. I actually enjoyed that final five minutes of the game. The rest of the game was boring as fuck. I was like, this is actually, like, excruciating to watch. I don't know How about I'm this? I'm going to switch the question into, do you believe that the Super Bowls are rigged? Yes. I think that all professional sports are fake. And I think that it's unfortunate and it is uh, sad that a lot of these individuals are having their bodies beat up and destroyed and having serious injuries happen to them all for the name of having a bunch of money millions of dollars who's like, millions like, of dollars aaron, yeah. aaron hernandez that oh the, guy, oh, yeah. oh the one who yeah. murdered because he was actually yeah. a homosexual yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah he had like yeah. loads of brain trauma from, from for sure tons of linebacker it or the fuck. yep yeah there's wow. a lot of football players that live uh in the hometown that jamie and i grew up lots um, of them no and there even there was another one recently too there's a lot of retired football players that are in this area. And, um, you know, I, I think that people think they're just like, yeah, they get paid millions of dollars. But we do know that a lot of the time they're fucked out of that at the end and they're not really mm-hmm. left with that show. It's kind of sad. Well, I think that that happens with anyone with fame who gets money at a younger age, unfortunately, doesn't manage it well. And I, I don't think that that's too just you know football players. I think that's anyone in general. I think that we live in a society, unfortunately, that – our public school systems don't really teach us about real life at the end of the day. They don't teach us about saving money for taxes or like making investments or doing things like that. So even if you were just out of college, if unless that was a specific subject you were learning, you don't know about that kind of stuff. So you go out into the world, you're giving millions of dollars. And then what's the first thing you do? You buy cars and jewelry and clothes when in reality, you should be opening up trust and and, um, putting things inside of investment savings accounts and things like that. And unfortunately, that's not what happens. So by the time they go to retire, Sometimes they don't have any of that money left over. I think the biggest thing is, and this happens not just to people uh, in sports, but also people that win the lottery, is that everyone comes out of the woodworks that's like, I'm your cousin, I'm your Mm -hmm. aunt so-and-so and so-and-so. And, And, you know, before you know it, you have a million people on payroll. Uh, I I watched a really sad true 
true crime doc about someone that had won the lottery. He went from basically homeless to winning the lottery. And he ended up having like so many people on payroll because he was already a really giving person, even while he was like halfway homeless. And he was just paying like hundreds of thousands of dollars out. Long story short, his accountant had him murdered and she took his money. Really shitty. Yeah. I think that 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 serves a bigger problem to society, though, that I think that we have an issue that I think that when somebody in your life who has close proximity to you gets money, you all of a sudden feel entitled to it in some way. Like, that's not how that should be. But unfortunately, we as a society, that's how we think. Like, Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that, like, if I won $20 million right now, my mom would be like, ooh, what's up you know what i mean like no shame to my mom or anything but like she would because i'm her daughter she'd be like oh okay now you are you gonna buy, you can buy me a house now but yeah. like that's the society that we live in comes to expect those kind of things and i also yeah. think you know like that's it that says something bigger about our society as a whole that like we depend on that kind of stuff or we think of money in, su- in such a way that we're entitled to it if someone else around us have it i like investments so i like that <laughs> and blow i like that too um yeah it's really shitty i don't even know what i would do because i would think like oh i would you know do this and this and this and this but then it's like shit these little things people could be like pay the rest of my mortgage it's not that much for you but then if you put that times like a hundred i mean damn yes any thoughts on the super bowl Super Bowl managing money. <laughs> <laughs> that went off on a tangent. It really did. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think the thing that makes me wonder about the Super Bowl was the whole uh, Tom Brady ball deflated thing a few years back. Mm. Deflate gate. You're right. I remember watching that and being like, was that ball deflated? Yeah, that was interesting. No, was it? Laces out, Marino. Laces out. Um, mm. Yeah. No, I haven't really got much to add. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Who gives a shit? I watch the Super Bowl, but I really don't give a shit about it. I think it's one of the boring, most boring games that you can watch, and I just like the commercials. Yeah, the commercials are always great. NFL is just rugby with a load of pads. Just watch rugby. Just rugby for pussies. Yeah. (laughs) I always watch the Super Bowl, too. Just for the commercials, for the halftime show... We make drinks. If you if you want to watch good football, watch college football. Like if you are actually into the sport and enjoy football, you watch college football. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Okay. Or you just watch the Bulls play basketball and just actually have class. Next time, Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) I came for the boobs and the bitches. Exactly. No, the beers and the bitches. Beers and the bitches. Anyone knows that. Where that's from. It came for the beer and the bitches. Does anyone know where that's from? No. Little Nikki. When the oh, yes, 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 and the yes, little and like the little boys. I haven't seen that in so long. I came yeah, for the beer and the bitches. Little Nikki. You can do it, Ozzy. Bite his fucking head off. Bite his fucking head off. Okay. X is reaching back out to you. Oh, I want to take this first. Okay. 
first of all, you're an ex for a reason. Stay the fuck out. And the reason I want to go first is because I had an ex reach out to me recently. And I think it's the funniest shit in the world. So I have this dude who keeps reaching out to me. I swear to God, like every eight months, like fucking clockwork being like, hey, I hope you're doing great. Bitch, I haven't talked to you forever. So the last time I talked to him, I was like, oh, I'm doing great. Me and my partner, you know, my boyfriend. CIA has redacted. Yeah, hit me up. Did, did, I, did I break up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know where I broke up at. But anyways, he hit me up. And then I was like, me and my partner are great. Fuck off and die. And then he hit me up again a few days ago. And I was like, me and my husband are great. And this crazy motherfucker was like, well, how come when I watch your show, you don't have a ring on? <laughs> I don't have my ring on right now. And I was like, first of all, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't do rings. Also, if you actually watch my show, you would know that like I literally talk about Corey all the time. Corey is a topic on the podcast, on the show. It's a little stalkery. So fuck off and die and stop stalking me, you fucking weirdo. I haven't talked to you for like two years. Eat shit and get hit by a bus. It was at that <laughs> moment Jamie had sealed her fate. Yes, I know, right? <clears throat> but it, that's not the only ex who's ever reached out to me. I think, personally think, it's really fucking weird for exes to reach out to people, specifically over, like, the phone or something like that. It's one thing to run into an ex at a fucking farmer's market or a grocery store or, like, some bar or something, and it be, like, a moment. But I think that when you are no longer in somebody's life, you shouldn't make it a point to reach out to them out of the blue on your phone, like they give a shit or like I don't know I just I feel like it's so destructive no matter what you do like you're not in that person's life anymore and you're either reaching out to them and they're annoyed or they're like terrified so like maybe <laughs> you should just leave like your exes are exes for a reason you know what I mean like those people are not in your life anymore for a very fucking specific reason and usually when you're out of the relationship and you're looking back on it you can see in perspective what was wrong about it and so some people like might have anxiety about somebody reaching back out to them and getting a text message from somebody who you know maybe might have been abusive or like not great for their mental health or something like that I think you should let sleeping dogs lay and give it a goddamn rest. Unless it's a real organic interaction that happens out in the goddamn world, leave your exes alone. It has nothing to do with you. Don't talk about them. Don't speak about them. It's not your fucking business and you're not part of their life anymore. <laughs> Done. Well, okay. I think that there has to be instances where maybe there was like under a circumstance that they broke up and maybe they still love each other and they reach back out and then they're like, finally, let's give it another go. That happens all the time. I just saw a comment in the chat. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know why you're bringing Judaism into it, bro. And then saying about the Vatican, but okay. I'm confused. Yeah, weird. The comment was that Dan Sheehan. Why did Jes Jesuit Sheehan jump on the two the Stars Academy train? Did the Vatican promise him an altar boy? That's vulgar and doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> What's the vulgar part? Promising oh an boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to add that to the to the list. But then, then they said, "Let's have a laugh, no stress." So, like, I'm adding that. Not, not I'm adding that Bob Marley, uh, Catholic priest. What? How do? How do we want to say that? Just put Catholic priest. Just we'll know yeah. What it leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. We all know what we mean. All right. Does anyone else have any opinions about exes reaching back out? I mean, as you can I, tell, I'm adamantly against it. Like, 
I'm in a position where like I have to communicate with my. That's a different story, Kari. That's a different story. You created you created a clump of cells (laughs) together. No, I think people their circumstances. I get you. There's that. But um, that's that's my experience of it. Like my ex before that, I haven't spoken to her in like twelve years. Like it. But would you want that person to reach out to you right now in this moment and be like, "Hey, hope you're doing great." I think that's fine, but if the person responds, either doesn't respond or says, leave me alone, then you leave them alone. Right. Mm. Like, you don't, you shouldn't have to continuously be hitting them up because then at that point, it's just like you're a stalker. I had one time some dude, I blocked him on everything and then he found my email and then emailed me. Like some people don't get the picture. You should really stop attracting those people to your life. I know. No, listen. Well, I'm, I have I have my man now, so it's over. I don't have to search anymore. I'm also married to like 800 people on the internet. <laughs> Tony, what are your thoughts? See, I block everybody, and then Love I delete you out of my phone, and then <gasps> vibes that you way. Hit them with a new number. Who it is? Yes. So, like, I just see a number without a name attached to it, so I don't fucking answer or respond. I just immediately Respect. delete it. Respect. So, like, I, yeah, if you're my ex, you're dead to me, so I don't... Same. Care. See? Same. Go away. Yeah. You guys are heartless. Don't you yes. have someone else to bother? Actually, like, why okay, am I so fair. important? Jesus my, Christ. My first, like, you're just hyping up my shit. My first college girlfriend cheated on me, right, with her ex. Mm-hmm. She was dead to me after that. That was... Like, okay. That was a, a note, hard note. But my my second college girlfriend... Can be in. Jesus would be very not dead to me. Right it just didn't work out. But, like... I don't talk to it. Yeah. I mean, so like I could, I would totally, and I've actually done this. I've dated someone for like two weeks, got bored or annoyed with them and just been like, yeah, it's I don't want to see energy. you again. And then just completely <laughs> clean slate them out of I've done that as well. Life. So I feel it. Tony, we're twinsies when yeah. it comes Yippee. to this. Same. I'm like, oh, two Yippee. weeks in, I'm over it. You've bored me. Am I, am I wrong for having emotions? Yes. No, yes. it's just that <laughs> me and Tony are very, aren't very well, no, it's emotional. Just, it's just that me and Tony Correct. are really traumatized. And so yeah. we've unfortunately learned that emotion equals like um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you're weak. Like you're weak. So therefore you don't show emotion. You mm-hmm. do the opposite, you show rage because okay. rage so is powerful. I'm just I'm being very honest and vulnerable yeah. with you. That's exactly loved, what it is. Admit to the terrifying ordeal of being known. I mean, that's fine, but you you run into people who like you could date someone and be like, oh god, they're really fucking annoying. And mm-hmm. or like they laugh really fucking weird. And I can't live with that the rest mm-hmm. of my life. So I'm gonna get rid of this. I you dated a guy who's I couldn't. Laugh. I couldn't stand how dirty his shower was. And that's really, that's all it was. I could not physically stand how absolutely disgusting his shower was. And so I just, I could never go back to his house again. And it wasn't about him as a person. I mean, it kind of was because it showed me that he didn't know how to clean things properly, but it was like, there was like, like a, like a yellow rusty film over everything. And there was nothing metal inside that shower. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. what? It was so confusing. Like all you would need is a sponge and some soap, like Jesus Christ. Yep. So I feel Tony. Yeah. I went through something like that when I, um, you know, ended a very long relationship that I had. I think it was hard for that person to realize that I really did fully walk away. And I had met someone else who was my husband now. But there was a point in time where 
constant text messages, really creepy and stalkily, and um, things like places I was at would text me, you know, and be like, are you going to leave yet? Um, so I could go in or something like that. Or um, just like text me knowing that, you know, that they were in the same area and that they saw me and, and like, and weird things like that. And then mm-hmm. like turning around and they're like literally staring at me from the other end of like a hallway mm-hmm. at the bowling alley. And like th- that kind of stuff was really weird for me. Um, but that stopped. And I think it's just also like that growing process of like really realizing something's done and, you know, everything's fine now. Um so, I mean, like, I don't have anything, like, against that person. But at the time, it was kind of freaking me out. Yeah. Like, all the time. Yeah. You know, like. You know what, Bree? You sparked a memory for me. I have a picture on my phone that was sent to me by an ex at a festival while I was at a festival with somebody else. And he, like, took a picture of the two of us sitting together and then, like, text messaged it to me. And I was yeah. like, how fucking yeah. creepy is that and i yeah. still have that picture on my like phone that. i remember that mm-hmm. yeah and i was like how weird are people like what made you see your ex in public take out your phone take a picture of them just enjoying themselves with someone else and then send it to them like yeah yeah like how like, dare they in the middle of the night are you still at josh's house and i'm like at josh's house um <laughs> weird stuff like that you know or like it's awkward. Um, but yeah, I think that's also just a part of growing up and uh, being really salty about things. And then mm. you mature and, you know, realize, wow, I was a fucking weirdo. And you move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Relationships Next. can get really murky. I was really lucky with that one. It could have gotten worse. So gotten really bad. Listen, sometimes you don't know the people you even married. They could be an axe murderer and there's a whole right. movie about it. Did I just add this one? I think I did. Green ones are new, yeah. Oh, shit. COVID denial. (laughs) I didn't hear it. I froze. COVID denial. Oh, shit. Um, I'm not a COVID denier. I got COVID. So... I don't really know what to tell you. I'm stronger than COVID, and not everyone's as strong as me. I have strong, thick... Jewish slash Russian blood, so I can overcome anything and I'll never die. But COVID was real. I mean, I don't really, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think COVID was fake. Okay. I had to have a conversation recently with someone that thinks it was completely fake, but then in the same conversation said, I had COVID. Not, I was like, like, okay, okay, bro. Um, that I sounds like an that worked, doesn't it? I have a friend that worked in a, a care home here in town, and like nine people on the same like floor died in one week. And she knew every single one of them. Like she came to my house and was just like, "I can't do this anymore. Like I, I, I can't do that. Everyone's dying." And I'm like, "Fuck, man." So like to hear people say that it's not real is like saying that water isn't wet. It's like <laughs> fucking retarded. Like. Jesus Christ. I yeah, I understand uh questioning whether or not it naturally occurred or whether it was, oh, no, it was and then given to us and then like the whole thing mm-hmm. with the vaccine and like I understand all of that, but it being an actual you know, an actual thing. Um yeah, so it's so it's like it was obviously real. It could have happened however it happened, but it was obviously real. Right. Lots of people died. I had COVID. Um 
I feel like everyone's had COVID at least once now. I haven't. It, well, I've now that you've said it, you're going my, to get I don't, it. I don't Look, leave my house. Bam, bam. Which is but fine because too soon. it's different now. Like, I really wouldn't care getting it again because I know that the strains that are out right now are nothing like in the beginning. But that they were, yeah. Yeah, so like... Listen, here's the thing. I don't think we're ever going to get the really the truth about it until like 10 or oh, 25 no. years from now. Like, so it, yes, people are coming out and being like, oh, they think it was CIA. CIA. Broadcast. I love the way that that paradox fossil, the way that they, we Todd. <laughs> we Todd. I was saying. I was saying oh, that we need, to, we need to FOIA the government about their documents about COVID 25 oh, years in the future. I don't know if that will ever happen. You I hear mean. that, John Greenwald? Greenwald. Yeah, John, get on it. Get Start on it. Start the paperwork now. I bet at this point, it's like it's so far gone. Like, there's nothing that we can do. It's kind of like all the stuff that happened with the vax. I got the vax so long ago. There's nothing I can do about it. Lydia, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I, I can't like go back. This, I can't suck feel, it out of my body. I feel like at this point, COVID's just like old news. Like we're on to the next bullshit. Like we dealt with it for what, two, three years. And now it's like, yeah. we're just on to other shit. It's just out there. We have to live in. with it now. And now we're we have, we're on to some other thing. Next. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't really get the whole COVID deniers thing. Like I had it, but it was, it sucked for a few days and then I was fine. Uh, I think Good the bigger the bigger things is like yeah the cool thing is right. just the way that if you even said anything about it you were immediately shut down by the media like social media and stuff would ban you block you like if you were showing certain articles censoring but, scientists uh, and stuff like that like censoring the guy who helped create mrna vaccines and deleting him off of social media because oh, i didn't Malone. like what he was saying yeah no mccullough but like you can you can't have it both ways and be like trust the science and then censor scientists who have been in the field for 20 30 40 years when they're talking about some of this stuff because it doesn't fit the official narrative that changed on a weekly basis from the cdc you know what all, all I, have to say I think it's dangerous okay. though that's to the only what? thing i i think is that when there were so many people questioning all of that i felt like it was also dangerous at the same time because i think what we have learned from society is, is that they are completely palpable you can just make people believe anything they will just run with it and so yeah we saw that for a certain years. point at a certain point i also think it would be dangerous uh to convince people not to take it seriously um, well i'm not saying that they were they weren't convincing people not to say it's the majority of these scientists weren't saying this is nothing you don't have to worry about it they were saying you know they were questioning that it the narrative about uh, masks and stuff like that, which they've now come out and admitted that it really didn't work, but we still got you all to stay in your homes for four months and not go outside and live in fear. There's a difference between like being upfront and saying, look, this is what it is. This is what you need to do. If we, when we find out more stuff, we're going to let you know. But instead, it was like this shit storm of fucking crazy. And 
removing people from the conversation who spent their whole lives and just because they weren't in the government, they right. weren't the ones that you should be listening to because we should definitely fucking trust our government. Well, I think that that it's just definitely. leads to a bigger issue of government control and the kind of information they want out there. And this was on such a big scale of it that they, that they had to do this. But I just want everyone to remember though, that this all happened under Trump's watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go back to bed, America. Go back, is Go back again. to bed. I love. They it. always be blaming things on other presidents because they were the president for it. You know what I mean? So, like, technically, Trump was the president during all this. So that's mm -hmm. who I blame. You know what I blame is uh, that we did like, oh, I shut down the airports, but I still let this one go through, mm. or like. I always thought that if we Didn't really did a week's real shutdown and not like a half-ass shutdown, we always had half-ass shutdowns. And it's like, you're shut yeah. down, but over there, they're open. You're yeah, shut was, down, but over like, there, they're open. It was like, everybody stay home unless you work at a gas station or a grocery store or this or that because people have to go out of their house to go and get things. So, like, you can't just, like, tell people yeah. to stay home and, like, not go anywhere. And that was the entire America. Like, they should have literally closed everything down for two weeks and forced everyone to stay home, period, end of story. Full stop. That's what it is. Nothing else is open, and it probably would have been much more under control. You're correct, Brie. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, prolonged. even if you just so the problem with the the lockdown it wasn't was a solid once, lockdown. Once it came, once it ended, you still have international travel. So if every country didn't do the exact thing at the exact time to let it run its course with who had been, you know, infected. And yeah, zero COVID didn't work because you saw the Chinese people started protesting the zero COVID policy. So the Chinese government said, okay, well, we'll lift it. And then like hundreds of thousands of people or whatever it was got infected. And then, you know, they were running out of rooms and crematoriums to cremate people because all these people died. And I was like, wow, I wonder if they did that just because they're like, you're going to protest us? <laughs> Here you go. You go ahead. Go go be out. We'll let you all get infected. Now that that's Look around and find out. Info, mm -hmm. Tony, I don't think China would ever do anything like that to their population. No, they would never do that. That's just but what it that. what it did show us, I think, is um how fast disease spreads and how hmm. like because I'm sure you all remember hearing it like it was just something, you know, you came across on MSN or something and you just came across it thinking like, oh, that's for China. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like a month later, it's like your life. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think mm -hmm. it's something that we learned is really how fast those things spread and how um, we just don't know how to handle anything. I, I really think a lot of people had a lot of trust in our leaders mm. to mm. have a plan and to be, you know, very cohesive with it. And that was not the case. And I just hope no. nothing like that ever happens again. Because I think that that showed pretty much every nation's government didn't have a handle on the stuff. Yeah, it's funny because it's funny. Not just ours. Like, oh, this country did. America did really bad with it. Do you know what happened to fucking Italy? Like the amount of people that died in Italy, mm -hmm. and then look at the amount of people that died in countries that didn't lock down and implement mm -hmm. the same. It's there's no like. There's no uh, meaning, like the data doesn't make sense. 
when you look at countries that did lock down versus countries that didn't lock down and their death rates and everything else, how they locked down. And now we have the problem of anytime you go somewhere, especially during the pandemic, there were masks all over the fucking ground. People yeah. just throw that shit in like, oh, I'm, I see we're doing really fucking great here because they were they would talk about, oh, dolphins are swimming in this harbor again. I was going to say, it actually did really great. It's, it's It was nice to see how if humans would just hide out a little bit, how the planet is trying to reheal itself. But at the same time, we definitely took some steps backward with... No, yeah, you had a so giant group of people who were like, oh my god, the government is trying to control me and this and that. And they went like full-blown opposite. And they were like, instead of staying home and, and hunkering down and being safe, I'm going to go out into the world and not wear a mask and do exactly the opposite of what the government's saying. And that was a huge chunk. It wasn't just like a small group of people who did that. It was a giant community of people who ended up doing that. And I think that that was one of the other proponents of why it kept spreading around is because people did the exact opposite of what the government was recommending. I stayed home just because I loved not having to talk to people. It was great. My inner introvert was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> like, this is awesome. But it also but, brought us some, it brought us some really good gems. Like, does everybody remember seeing the picture of the lady wearing like a bubble in grocery yeah. shopping and like mm -hmm. all the crazy shit that really came misunderstood. out of there's nothing misunderstood about that but it, you know it was just it showed a lot of people that people would call the cops on their neighbors and be like there's <sighs> like seven people at their house and they're outside meanwhile well, your governor is going out to eat at the french laundry with all their friends unmasked but you gotta stay home that's a thing that really pissed a lot of people off is these government officials who were telling people and implementing lockdowns and stuff weren't fucking doing it themselves mm -hmm. and you see well, that's people... what i was saying is it wasn't a all over we did this thing it was half and half and half and mm -hmm. half and different yeah. times and it was just a wreck it was just like there was no way to really control that as much as they wanted to yeah and when, truthfully when i would have loved see... a two-week vacation i know right i mean i got to work i got to work from home for like the entire three or four months or whatever it was. So not going anywhere and just ordering everything off a of DoorDash, it was wasn't bad. I was also, you yeah. know, remote remote working. I can't do that now, but no. Mm. Yeah. All I right. Know. Any it final was, thoughts? For COVID, it was yeah. a messy situation. I hope that never happens again. It, uh, statistically it will. Every the only years. good thing that happened yeah. to me during COVID is that I got a good tan because I was able to just lay out every day. Mm. And that was it. But uh, I am actually know there's a second part that at, at least to look at the positive is that it did take people a time to slow down and realize how much they cared for one another. And uh, human interaction was a big deal for people. And um, I think mental health became at the forefront I, I don't think it was as talked about before before covid and then when people had to go through obviously these cycles of depression then it became like something everyone started talking about so that yeah. is at least you know because one, because because we expe we experienced what it was like to be in solitary confinement and then we realized our brains didn't like that so fucking much oh I was yeah used to it already, but... yeah exactly yeah 
Billy, you're totally missing it, but buddy. You're missing the point. Mm -hmm. You're totally missing it, but I'm sorry. That, it's uh, okay. I don't know what else to tell you, buddy. It's okay. You're kind of getting the opposite of what we're saying, but, you know. That always happens. There's always someone that, like, Sometimes hears the opposite of what you're trying to say. Sometimes it's lost in translation. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. We can't all Also, we're not. Next so, topic. It's just opinions, babes. Okay. Pop culture <laughs> media boundaries. What does that mean? Oh, oh the flashbacks to Jordan Sather are real. <laughs> what does this mean? I'm trying to think of what this means. Pop culture media boundaries. Mm. <laughs> the silence and the do 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 do. That's true, Night that Gazer. It's okay. Like I said, we can't all be winners. It's fine. We yeah. can't all be winners. Exactly. We can't all be winners. Sorry, There's going to be a few short sticks. Um, I can't think I of what the fuck this is. I don't remember. All right, what... so pick a different one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I have no brain power for that. I can't remember what the context is. <laughs> I feel like we're running out of topics. Oh, shit. I'm getting it again. Okay. Gay marriage. <laughs> Pro gay marriage. I'm about it. The second it. time I pulled this out. Gay marriage for life. I'm an LGBTQ ally. I also ally. kind of identify. I guess I identify as queer, not kind of. I am a queer individual. I'd I'm fuck surprised. anything. <laughs> it's just the truth. Like I believe they call it pansexual. Gotta be careful with that statement. No, it's like pansexual. Like male, female, identifying as male, identifying I know, as female. But when you like said I'm not. When you said I'd fuck ever anything, I immediately went to bestiality. Oh, no, 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 no. That's because you're like, gross in your brain. That's, like, what the okay. diet, that's what the Diet Coke is doing to you. Yeah. Yucky, no. I mean, like, human people-wise. Uh, like, I just like human people. I like human people. Human it doesn't people. matter. I don't know what yeah. people. Yeah. Know I wish how, do you, how do you mere mortals do that? Like, and... and I just I like I like boobies I like man boobies girl boobies man butts lady butts unassigned hey, butts I'm just into it. Just to clear the air really quick, but Billy, uh, I I think we we're just saying that you misunderstood what we were saying. We definitely were not like going with the uh, kind of Who? the thing that you thought we were saying. That's all. Anyway, love you, though, uh, Billy. I just Who? wish that uh, that. The topic of gay marriage and all that didn't have anything to do with politics. That's probably why this came up. Um, I mean, there's I some think... things that I think would be so much easier for people if something like that wasn't included in politics. Mm. You know, shit. Maybe mm. I would be a Republican. You don't know, mm. but uh, well, it's what? those simple things. <laughs> no, it's, it's those simple what? topics what? that are too important to me. Uh. That's in the bowl. That's in the um, bowl. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, it's in the bowl. Yeah. Good. Um. So I just wish that it wasn't in politics at all. Tony, are you um, for gay marriage? I honestly think that everybody should be able to suffer the joys of marriage. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's not like like statistically, <laughs> marriage isn't the most fun thing in the world. So if everyone wants to suffer in it, like why not let them? Like. Yeah. You know, my like, grandpa once. Why did they? <laughs> What? Why do 
the LGBTQ community not get to suffer. Like, I mean, it's legal in America and it's legal in a lot of countries. There's countries it's not. I think Russia, it's not legal. It's not legal in like the entire Middle East, but they're just right, now letting women wild. drive in Saudi Arabia. So congratulations. Oh my gosh. But, you know, there's, it's just life. As long as people aren't hurting other people, I really don't give a fuck what so I'm saying. Do. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. who you marry doesn't affect my everyday life. So why would I have an opinion about it? Yeah. For sure. Uh, I was going to say my my grandpa a long time ago, actually that one, a couple years ago, uh, was saying that he, you know, believes that businesses should have the right not to like sell to gay people if they don't want to. And I just thought that was just so batshit crazy to think that way. Um, and it's just really it just really sucks that we have to make it a big deal. I kind of feel like if we didn't make it a big deal, um, then it wouldn't be such an issue. You know, it, it becomes this thing where it's like you have to be full on gay pride. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I think if we didn't make it an issue and if we just made it like, yeah, marry who you want, be happy, then you wouldn't have that. And I think that's what a lot of people get irritated about is because they feel like they have to say certain things right or like you know mm-hmm. there's just a lot that comes with it and i think it's just because we make it a big deal i think that in 25 years from now when the older generation is no longer around and we have all the boomers that are out there it's just going to be normal in the same sense that like stuff back then mm-hmm. was different and it's different now like i remember watching actual people interviewing people on the news because during the 80s they started implementing not being able to drink and drive and people were actually upset about it and the guy was like interviewing people in their trucks as they're like drinking a beer and they're like first they take away our right to drink when we drive what is it next it's going to be our guns next and like that (laughs) that was a real thing that happened but if you look at it in retrospect now, like we look back at that and we're like, oh my God, like that was, that's not okay now. That's not something that we would do. But right. now like it's, it's different. So I think that we're going to have like, this is another one of those topics where like the farther we get in the future, the more across the board, like normal it is. Yeah. The less people will care Agree, about Vanessa. it and just, it won't be a thing that anyone yeah, cares about. It should be like, I think your sexual orientation and, um, you know, everything, what you like, all of that should really just be your own business. And it's, that is one thing I think that there are some other countries that are more interested, that are more open to that. Um, just leaving it alone. And it's interesting that a lot of people like privately will be like, well, I'm kind of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what they say? Sexuality is fluid. So if we didn't pay attention to it, it really wouldn't be like a big deal. Like let people do you is do it, you, act, I do acting me. like it's a big deal is what makes it a big deal? Yes. Yep. Does that make sense? Anymore, but, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because, it's like, like We've reached a point where like more Western culture like is comfortable with it. But now now that the debates move to like trans issues and, and stuff like that. So it's... Uh, yeah, and I... It didn't Putin recently say like they let... Gay people marry, or they force people to, you know, marry gay or something like that. He said something. He said, he said something like that, and then he also said about how the West is like- normalized uh, uh, the p word. So yeah, mm. penis. I'm just no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
the other one. We're obviously but, very inclusive people around here. Yeah, I think obviously. I think in like 20, 25 Ooh. years, nobody most people now really just don't care if they see a gay couple. They're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But even in 25 years, I think uh, people who do CrossFit will still be annoying as fuck. And people mm. will just be like, oh, God, a vegan. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's will be the people we hate. Hey, I was a vegan. <laughs> and you know what? No, we didn't like you then. <laughs> I didn't like you then. Exactly. Did you also tell everyone you ever met that you were a vegan? No, like, I didn't. At, at every single point. Ah, exactly. Were you like, hi, I'm Kari. I'm vegan and I'm I do vegan. CrossFit. Do I was like, see how on, much on, I can deadlift. On, exactly. on the side of a mountain in the forest, eating kale, not talking to people for two years. Don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, those are some good topics today. Uh, it seems like we're really pushing the boundaries a little bit, ruffling the feathers. All right, let's grab one more topic for the day. <laughs> I one did last one in already. Us. Oh, but no. I'll put it back. No, it's the same. Grab one more. Yeah. It's the same. Oh, I'm not vegan anymore. Jesus, I, I was going to leave it back because it popped up because I wrote it this morning. I wrote it in the beginning of the show mm. with socialism. Ah, like socialism. I'm more, I'm, more, I'm more like pescatarian. I'm just worried it's going to be a long topic. Okay, socialism. Um, I got five I'm minutes. Going, so I am incredibly uninformed. Is socialism where you think that everybody should just have everything equally? That's called equality. <laughs> no, but like, 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 it's like. No, like, like how communism, it's like you get a pot from, you know. Like everyone gets their share of the pot, gets, everything yeah, equal. Is, is that socialism? So, social, socialism is about using the apparatus of the system to help social issues. So, like, social security. Uh, the NHS here is a socialist institution. So, it's about. Enfor I guess the idea is about, like, enforcing taxes and then using that money and pouring it back into social infrastructure. Oh, then I'm not a socialist. <laughs> yeah, we know. I'm we know fiscally that. liberal or fiscally it conservative. Kind of seems yeah. like I'm not about that, that life. Would be a good thing. Like, is it going to go towards like mental health? No, I don't think that we you should collect taxes, been, and I don't think been, I should collectively be in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think that there's. I don't think there's true socialism in the American system. There's. It's impossible in in a capitalist. There is democratic socialism, though, Wait, and I can't remember. Okay, how that but that's works. not socialism. That's democratic what's, capitalist what's, socialism. That's how what's, Bernie Sanders got millions. What's the one where we all live? Um, where we all live like. And we just trade things, and everybody is equal. The there's not system. really, yeah, like a like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's not really money or government. Everyone just like lives their lives, and like we, I, like if I need something, I can trade like my typewriter for some bread, or like you I know, like that. that's whatever that is is what I'm into. <clears throat> Mostly, that's uh, Russia before it collapsed. Oh, okay, well then, okay, well, my family came from there. Yeah. I'm part Russian. A really good, so a really good uh, example of socialism is Starfleet in Star Trek. That's <laughs> I don't literally... watch that. Well, uh, I don't know. So the uh, space socialism, where they have money, they just go around helping other planets and being like the good yeah. guys. <laughs> Unity. Anarchy. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, fuck the government. I don't need them. I just want to, yeah. like, I have lots of treasures around me and I want to trade them for things. I don't really need money. I don't want a job. 
Well, I agree with paradox fossils. I don't know if if listen if I could donate five dollars out of every paycheck and I knew it was going to a pot to make sure that no person in this country was out of food or water, I would absolutely do that. But it doesn't work like you, that. You I know, but I'm saying like that would be like tax. the values. Instead, that. that five dollars you're donating is paying the salary of some very annoying person at the DMV. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying exactly. that that's yeah. the value behind that. That or I would paying that horrible, awful police officer who beat up somebody. That's or where now five dollars is, is a, going. This is a new thing that they're doing with our taxes: is paying the pensions for people in Ukraine. What? Yes. That is part of the new aid package to Ukraine is to fund pensions for retirees in Ukraine. Well, you know what? Like we said at the beginning of the show, America likes to come in and save everybody. And gotta we... save the world. Gotta save the world. Yeah. America. Fuck yeah. This has been a really fun one, man. Yeah. It's been a really... Uh... Thank you, Marvelous Marvin. You, Mar- you are the bomb. We love you, Marvin. Marvin is so sweet, yeah. Dude. Uh, whether or not these uh, topics today were uncomfortable for some of you, please hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. And leave topics in the comments and we'll add them to the box. Yeah, yeah, leave topics yeah, in the comments. After the show is, is uh, over, if you could leave us a nice comment, even if it's I hate you. Uh, we'll yeah. take it. We'll take it. And comment. Yes, mm-hmm. just to reiterate what Billy was saying earlier, uh, this is uninformed. We are literally talking about any topic that's in this bowl we do not straight claim up out to of our any final word yeah. and chances are one of these days we'll throw them back in here and see if our opinion has changed because mm-hmm. we are all mm-hmm. about changing your opinions the more you yeah. learn yes. the more you grow the more everything changes for you and we're about that life so yes exactly so tony where can we find you on the interwebs you can find me on the tweeter at but water, and uh, just so everyone knows, there are four lights. Okay. Lies. Wow, okay. There are five lights. <laughs> what about you, goat? You can find me at Matsbury on Twitter. If I'm on Twitter, um, if not, you can find me on YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday at Tarawava. Right on. Hi, hi. I'm I'm Kari. I'm the wind god extraordinaire. Mm. Turns out I'm not the only deity in the village. Uh, Mm. You can't find me on the internet because I hate the internet. Mm. (laughs) And you hate it here. Yeah. I hate I hate him. I am Jamie, and I desperately plea with you all every week. Don't find me on the internet. Uh, I am your friend on YouTube. I know where else. Maybe on Discord. On Discord, I'll be your I friend. I mean, but... friend, friend is stretching it a little. There, That's what I'm saying. Alone. Exactly. Um, especially if you're my ex, leave me alone. Have a wonderful <laughs> day, everyone. And I will see you on Sunday <laughs> for Sunday morning card readings with Chad because he has internet again. Yay. Bye. Yay. Bye. Have a lovely day.